This video contains content that some might find disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. What's the most terrifying experience you've ever had? Were you literally shaken by fear? Did it feel like death was right on the other side of the door? In tonight's story, an inexplicable terrifying encounter has left our narrator an unforgettable image of the hat man. I'm Ryan Bergara, and this is Are You Scared? A show where I tell my friend Shane Madej the internet's scariest stories. So lock your doors, turn off the lights, and let's see if we can make it until the end of the night. The Hat Man. It's not a story about you. I have a lot of hats. I'd love more hats if there's a hat company out there that would like to sponsor me. I could use more hats. Why are you doing that with your mouth? Talking? Should we move on to the story? I'd love to hear it. So far, not very scary. Her face was carved with disdain. A great break of a nose set above a thin, lipless mouth. Wiry gray hair pulled back into a tight bun, revealing gaunt cheekbones like chiseled marble, and coal black eyes smoldering with anger. Who could have said that this was a helpless old lady in desperate need of a live-in caregiver? Why would you be so cruel to this woman? Just open this story by talking mad shit about this old lady. Her eyes are black like coal. She passed her prime 30 years ago. (laughs) She wasn't even sexy. Her skin may have softened under the chin, but there was an enduring hardness to this woman that belied everything I had heard about her. The nerves of her jaw twitched as she sat on her porch in her rocking chair and met my eyes with the foulest glare. Maybe I shouldn't have taken this job. Don't worry, she's actually quite harmless despite how she looks. I chewed my lip as I looked at the girl standing next to me. She was why I was here, the last living relative of my latest charge. It was faint, but I could see the resemblance, especially in that nose. She knows she needs help, the girl continued. She just can't bring herself to admit it. You won't believe how long it took me to convince her to let someone come in and help around. Actually, I wanted her to leave this dead town and come live with me, but she wouldn't even entertain that suggestion. I responded with a sympathetic nod. Who would want to leave the home that had all the memories of their deceased husband and son? Enough about that, though. Come, she said as she started walking towards the house, her heels clicking smartly on the cobblestone. I followed, letting my eyes wander over the rusted swing and the overgrown bushes that choked the yard. Aunt Sarah... I heard the girl ask. It's me, Olivia. I turned my neck and saw the old woman's face tighten with a frown. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm a fan. To be fair, that's how I answer the phone when anybody calls or anybody in my family answers the phone that way. Well, you're very mean to your brother. He's mean to me, too. It's a form of uh, uh, affection in our family. Just to paint the picture here, can you give me your tightest frown? Oh, yeah, if I saw that coming from a lady. doesn't look very tight, though. Let me turn around. Maybe that'll help. Say, say, hey, can I have something? Say some dipshit request. Pass the Doritos. Where's the frown? 
There we go. That's good. I like that. It's getting looser. Tighten it. Tighten it. It's good to see you too, Olivia said. This is Marie. She's going to be staying with you from now on. Just like what we talked about, remember? Her mouth dropped open. The hell she will. I don't need a goddamn nanny. Olivia put a hand on my shoulder before I could say anything. Just give me a moment. No, the old woman screamed as Olivia hurried up the rickety porch steps. You gotta get her out of here. You hear me? Her loud protests dissolved into angry whispers as her niece knelt in front of her and tried to set things straight. Not wanting my presence to turn an already awkward situation more uncomfortable, I turned and strolled back towards the front gate. Thick clouds drifted overhead, pulling a blanket of shadows over the streets. I couldn't see anyone out there, not a soul. Normally, that wouldn't have bothered me, but there was something about that emptiness that bordered on desolation, something that made shivers surge down my spine. Yeah, a couple interesting notes here so far. No hats, no men. Yeah, a lack of hats and men so far in a story called The Hat Man, which is surprising. The mind reels, are they going to set Grandma up with a handsome elderly hat man? I'm going to be honest, I completely forgot we were reading a story called The Hat Man. I got really wrapped up in this cranky granny. My heart skipped a beat when I heard Olivia calling for me. Marie, come. Cursing myself for being so jumpy, I trotted back towards the house. Is everything okay? I asked when I was at a reasonable enough distance to do so. Yeah, Olivia replied as she smiled at her aunt. Everything is perfect, isn't it? The old woman snorted. I looked at Olivia, who nodded reassuringly. That's when I finally introduced myself to Sarah. It feels so rude to be like, well, I don't want around here. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's a very sweet gesture. They're probably paying out the ass to hire this person to show up and wipe your ass, you know? And yeah. I think that's mostly what they do. So yeah. we'll clean you up down there. And, you know, take the garden hose, clean it off. I'll take it. <laughs> Let the water get a little bit warm, but yeah. <laughs> Throw my wrinkly ass down on the tarp. It's a tough situation yeah, to certainly. be in. Uh, getting older and dealing with people getting older, always tough. Yeah. They could be handling this better, though. All my grandparents are dead. No. All right. (laughs) It was late in the evening. The last vestiges of sunlight had dissolved into a sky of iron. I was in the kitchen scrubbing the dishes clean. Surly Sarah had proven to be a picky eater, exactly as I had expected. It had taken me almost half an hour to get her to tell me what she wished to eat. I think when all else fails, you have some beans. Or some, um, you know what I've been doing a lot lately? What? Sardines. Ugh. Canned sardines. Really nice in a pinch. Like a cartoon cat? Yeah, you can eat the bones. They're very fragile and chewy. They're really good. (laughs) Hey, where's the fucking hat man? Oh, yeah. And of course, despite trying my hardest, I just couldn't get it right. She picked at her food as she wrinkled her nose and pointed out how undercooked and salty the chicken was. Olivia's departure had turned her even more crotchety, as impossible as that would have seemed back then. It wasn't that bad, though. She wasn't in need of round-the-clock care, which left me with plenty of free time to work on my novel. I began humming as I wiped the marble countertop dry, thinking about how I was going to murder my protagonist's boyfriend. Writers. I know. Always thinking about writing. (laughs) That's when I caught movement outside the window. 
Hat Man. Maybe we're going to see some Hat Man. That's when I saw a big, big hat, like one of those you'd get from Six Flags. <laughs> this guy out the window. I won the basketball game at Six Flags. <laughs> Relief washed over me when I bent forward and spotted a woman walking down the street. I had been more than a little unnerved at how forlorn the neighborhood had seemed just hours ago, so seeing another living, breathing person out there was quite heartening. I dried my hands off and decided to go say hello to my new neighbor. The skies rumbled when I opened the door. A deep-throated growl that warned me a storm was imminent. The woman was now standing near Sarah's rusty mailbox. She had thrown her head back to gaze at the roiling gray above probably checking to see when the rain would start, I thought. I quickly reconsidered my assumption when I noticed that she wasn't moving. Seconds ticked by, yet she stood where she was, still as a statue. Hesitantly, I moved towards her. She seemed to be about my age, give or take a few years, dressed in a yellow sundress with long brown hair hanging stiff in the air. I walked towards the swing in a wide arc around her, My heartbeat began to quicken when I saw her eyes. Wide, vacant, unblinking. My head began to fuzz with confusion. What was I watching right now? Was she mentally ill? Did she need my help? I looked around to see if there was anyone else out there, anyone who could help me with whatever this was. To my horror, there were dozens of them. An old man watering his plants. A young boy with a basketball in hand. A couple with their arms linked together. All of them with their necks turned up. I let out a gasp, and the woman noticed. I felt shivers dance down my spine as she snapped her head in my direction in a reckless, violent motion. The bones in her neck cracking like dried twigs. Very unnerving to just see a bunch of people looking up into the sky. I don't want to see what they're looking at. I'd check it out. Of course you would. What if it was like an Eye of Sauron situation? You look into it. I'd want to check it out. I want to see what was going on up there. If everybody's doing it, I'm going to do it too. Yeah. Her pupils contracted, turning into little chips of onyx as the muscles on her face scrunched up with the utmost loathing and malevolence. Then her mouth began to crank open. I don't think like sequentially like that. I think yeah, it was I just but the way they describe it makes it sound like <laughs> <laughs> eyes turning into little chips of onyx. Like, yeah, like an anime character. <laughs> A deep and low cry rumbled out of her throat, quickly thinning and rising and turning into an ear-splitting scream. She stopped, sucked in a hoarse breath, and began screaming again. I didn't even allow myself the opportunity to wince before I was hurtling back to the house. My heart jackhammered against my chest when I heard other screams join hers, endlessly rising and swelling into furious waves that crashed against my sanity. I flew through the front door and quickly slammed it shut behind me. The sight that I saw before I did is still burned into my memory. The woman was running after me in a manner that defied all reason. She took long, loping strides, stretching her legs out one after the other as much as her body would allow while her arms, dislocated from their sockets, twisted and writhed behind her back, even as she never stopped screaming. Yeah, she sounds like a running version of one of those... Those those things that are in front of the inflatables in front of a car wash. If her arms are dislocated. Yeah. 
She ain't putting up much of a fight. She's basically like a human seal, so she's not going to really right. be able you to trip do- her. She's not getting back She'll up. She'll just flop at you. And her arms are out of commission. You bite her fingers off, she ain't even going to be able to stop you. That's true. I'm like turning around, planting myself, just chugging right at her. This part of the head, I think, yeah. is very, you know, that's why people headbutt with it. Yeah. Because you, you got you well, to get it right there. I don't there. think people headbutt with their head like that. Yeah, they do. Like a like a battling ram? That's the whole point. Looking for the spookiest stories on the internet can take you down the deepest corners of the web. My browsing history is something I definitely need to keep private. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. Of course, I use incognito mode and clear my browser history frequently. But I've learned that any U.S. internet service provider can see every single website a person has visited. Legally, they can track and sell your information to ad companies. And trust me, I don't need any more spooky ads on my socials. So get ExpressVPN, because this app can reroute your internet connection through their secure servers and keep your providers from seeing the sites you visit. Don't worry. It works on phones, computers, smart TVs, you name it. ExpressVPN does it. So don't wait. Click on our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash scared for three extra months absolutely free on a one-year package. Again, that's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash scared. Now back to the video. My hands trembled as I turned every single lock on that door. No sooner had I done so than she slammed into the door, rattling it on its hinges. My breath caught in my chest as she slammed into it again and again and again, her screams getting more and more enraged with each attempt. But the door held firm. I backed up until my legs hit the living room couch. The screams and the slamming continued. The thought of calling the cops had just started to materialize in my mind when one of the windows was smashed into pieces. Are these zombies? I'm not quite sure. And once again, a shocking lack of hats or men. I want this man to show up. My mouth dried up when I realized that I hadn't seen anything that could have caused that. No physical object had come into contact with it. The glass just shattered, spraying the carpet with tiny shards. And then another one exploded. And then another. One by one, the living room windows burst until there were none left. A gust of wind rushed in, parting the dull yellow curtains and revealing a hand wrapping itself around the now empty window frame. I did the only thing I could. I turned and bombed up the stairs. Tears gushed from my eyes as shrill whistles of air sawed through my lungs. I reached the landing on the first floor, and the window in the hallway to my right shattered. I turned left and ran, running past room after room, each greeting me with the sound of breaking glass. I kept running until I was in front of the last room in the hallway, Sarah's room. The door was open. The screams were now coming from the bottom of the stairs. I rushed into the room and shut the door behind me. A hollow ache bloomed in my chest, first from the exhaustion and the stress and the fear, but then deepening from what I saw in that room. The lights were switched off. The room was cloaked in shadows of the late evening. Sarah was sitting on her bed, watching the television wide-eyed and open-mouthed. There was nothing on the television but static. My chest shook with silent sobs. What had I gotten myself into? What was happening? 
She has this old lady now who's just staring at static. It's a creepy thing to look at. Is the ring girl about to pop out of the TV? There's so many possibilities now that are on the table. Here's what I'm thinking. I was literally about to say, I'm shaking the shit out of this old lady like a salt shaker. Just like, I think it's maybe the only time you'd be justified slapping an old woman across the well, face. Well, I think you shake her first, give her a little shake, wake her up like an Etch-a-Sketch. You shake her till those dentures just flop, just flop right out. I was going to die, wasn't I? Someone outside slammed into the door, making me jump. I sniffled. The door was pounded again. Ear-shredding screams, dozens of them punctuated by the slamming of the door ripped through the air while the buzz of static continued unabated. Knees trembling, I stumbled my way over to the hollow between the dresser and the bed and plopped myself down on the ground. The door shook with the continuing impact. Any second and death would come waltzing in. Maybe not through the door, I thought, as I saw the sash window behind Sarah being pulled up. An arm entered. I hugged my knees to my chest and squeezed my eyes shut. Then the sound of a gigantic bell pealed through the house. My bones, my heart, and my eardrums rippled. The screams and the pounding died down. Ooh, sounds like someone's got a craving for fourth meal. Oh. With moss. Yeah, some Taco Bell. I don't think it was the Taco Bell bell. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Even the static seemed to lessen in intensity. The bell peeled again. My teeth chattered. What was that sound? It was short. A single note, but it had so much power. The invading arm decided to retreat. The door was no longer being assaulted. The bell peeled again. Why? Why did those things attacking me just leave? Was something even worse coming? I bit my cheek, wiped the tears off my face, and hoisted myself up on my feet. With extreme caution, I inched over to the window and took a peek outside. Now, if he doesn't come now, what if there's never a hat man? There's gotta be a hat man. I saw the things that had just been trying to force their way into the room, awkwardly stepping away from the house, almost as if this place was infected. Then I saw the reason coming out of the woods at the back of the property. All ten feet of it. A man. No, a giant. Thin as a twig, wearing a black coat and a top hat, holding a long walking stick in hand. I'm imagining the Babadook's cousin. Yeah, yeah, the Babadook's lanky cousin. It's like if Babadook had a Shane to his Ryan. Yeah. This is the Shane. Yes. This might be you. He slammed his walking stick down into the ground, and the sound of a ringing bell erupted from the impact. My attackers shrank away from him. The man strode slowly but purposefully towards the house. Fear flooded back through my veins. No, 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 don't come here. I paced the room, pulling at my hair, wondering what I should do. That bone-rattling sound rang again. It was much closer this time. Closer and far more threatening. Is Hatman friend not foe? You think Hatman is friend? I think Hatman might be friend. He's using his little bell stick to, 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 to get to get, to get all the weirdos away. away. What if Hatman is uh, the old lady's side piece? Yeah. Oh, he's tapping that? Yeah. I decided to go back to my little hiding spot when I heard footsteps outside, bending the floorboards almost to the point of breaking. From beside the dresser, I watched the door unlock and swing open effortlessly. The hat man stepped in, 
bending to avoid brushing against the ceiling. I curled up into myself, shaking uncontrollably like an abused dog, but the man made no threatening moves. He just stood at the door. Seconds ticked by, then minutes. He didn't do anything, just stood there. Big people in small places are scary. Or big people in regular places are scary when they have to crane. I watch you do that at every haunted location we go to, too. Yep, a lot of old places are not built for Shanes. They are not built for Shanes. No. Also, there's just something is unnerving about seeing a figure stop in a doorway and just stand very still. I don't know why that's scary. There's no reason for it to be scary. It's like, are you going to come in or not? But I see that in a movie, and I'm always like, fuck. Yeah, I don't like it. Every so often, he would bring his stick down on the floor and make that horrible sound. But that was the extent of it. Nothing else. As time passed and my fear was brought under control a bit, I risked a peek at the man. But the way he was standing next to the television prevented enough light from reaching his face. What I did notice, however, was that Sarah had been crying. Soft sobs shook her chest as she sat staring at the hat man. None of it made any sense to me. But as long as I wasn't being torn apart, I was somewhat fine with letting the unnatural events unfold around me. Time flowed like molasses, thick and slow. Hours crawled by at a snail's pace. Hours? It's a long time. That's a long time. One time I hid in my roommate's closet for an hour, waiting to scare him. Yeah, you're nasty. And it really did feel like days I was in there. Really? But it was worth it. I scared the shit out of him. It was very funny. Okay. Why is he doing that for so long? Is he, is he trying to get a reaction out of her? Why is the lady crying? Is she happy to see him, or is she crying because, like, Maybe she was happy. I'm going to die? She doesn't seem that surprised by him. This could just be foreplay, like you were saying. Yeah. Ringing the bell before he rings her bell. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, get it where you can, hat man. <laughs> and the three of us stayed where we were, still and crying and terrified in turn. Night rolled on. Moonlight washed in and out like the tide, and finally, it was dawn. The darkness in the room turned a shade of blue, and the hat man decided to leave. He banged his stick one last time on the floor, turned, and left the room. I held my breath as I heard his footsteps going down the stairs before fading away. What is this guy doing? He really blue-balled all of us right there. (laughs) He just sat there, played with his stick for a couple hours, and left. Fear coiled in my stomach again. Would they be back now that he was gone? Thankfully, they didn't come back. When sunlight crept through the window, I knew that I was safe. Gingerly, I got up on my feet and looked out the window again. There was no one out there, not a single soul. Tension shed my body like a snake removing its old skin. I turned to comfort Sarah, but realized I couldn't. She was slumped over on the bed, and somehow, even without checking her pulse, I knew that she was dead. So, well, one, as I suspected, may have been the Grim Reaper. Two, the implication that this is what happens to everyone who dies? That's crazy. You know, they always say, like, well, they died peacefully. No, no one does, apparently. No. It's this whole fucking ordeal where you gotta have a bunch of ghouls invade your house, (laughs) break all your windows, cause extreme property damage, leave, (laughs) summon their big, tall Abraham Lincoln friend. (laughs) He comes over, stands in your room for seven hours. Starts ringing a bell while you're trying to sleep and watch Wheel of Fortune. And then I guess he dementors your ass and leaves at sunrise. Kind of sounds rad, though. I mean, honestly, now I'm kind of looking forward to dying. I mean, yeah, at that point, it's like, well, I'm going to die, I guess... Instead of being stabbed in a parking garage, 
uh, you know, I'd prefer to have a big man show up with his funny hat and, and a ring, bell. ring his bell for me. And a big giant bell. Yeah. I frowned as I saw that she had been clutching something in her hand. A paper? Wanting answers, I peeled it off her hands. It was a photograph. Old, crumpled, and yellowing around the edges. It was of a young woman and her child. It didn't take more than a second to see that it was Sarah in her youth with her son. Young Sarah didn't surprise me nearly as much as her son. When I saw him, my head swam. He was about 10 years old, gappy teeth, full head of brown hair, dressed like a magician, black coat, a top hat, and a wand that was far too big for him. So, are you scared? What just happened? We'll find out. We won't. That's the end of the story. What? Oh, I didn't know that. That's why I'm so I'm flabbergasted. You heard of this guy? You, you heard about this? Have I heard of a hat man? Yeah. No, no. I think the only like hat man technically that's popular in literature or film is, uh, is the Mad Hatter. That's who I was going to say, Johnny yeah. Depp. Uh, this is not that. I think this is something that maybe torments you. I've heard tell of this. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a Hatman Origins sequel we can uh, request for this one. It was certainly an interesting story. I mean, the, the, the tension in the atmosphere, palpable. I don't know what's going on there. You know, the yeah, people yeah. break into your home, big man shows up, all very, you know, none of us would like to experience that. Okay, well, this story was submitted to us by Bikram Man. So thank you for the story, Bikram. Just so you guys know, if you want to submit stories, to Are You Scared for Use in the Show, there's a little link in the description box that you can click. Okay, what about this? The window people. Yeah, the window people. They're like little harpies from hell, you know? Nasty, yeah. nasty little demons. They just look like people. Okay, they come to the house to drag this nasty old woman down to hell. Because she's mean. She's mean. She's a mean lady. The ghost of her son, who was a magician and therefore beloved by all, but maybe died because he was so big. Well, some people hate magicians. But B- yes. Big people die. I'm the cutoff. If I were one inch taller, I would be very concerned. But he was a good man. He was a magician. He made people happy. So yeah. he's up there in heaven. And he spies from heaven that his mother is going to die and that she's going to get dragged to hell. So he says to God, Hi, can I go down there? Can you give me a magic bell? God says, <laughs> okay. He goes down, scares them all away with his big bell, and then goes and takes his mother to heaven with him. What about that? That's, I wrapped it up perfectly. I, hey, what? hot shot, what do you think happened? You're so fucking smart. Huh? I guess we'll just let it be a mystery. Yeah, sometimes you gotta let it be a mystery. Magician never reveals its tricks. I guess not. Well, she's dead. <laughs> we'll see you next time And Are You Scared? <laughs> Rip. Sleep tight. Ha, 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 ha.